Welcome to another episode of Life Almost Without Me. Uh, it feels weird saying that, being that, uh, well, I've been gone for a while. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I already forgot how to do this, so uh, I'm just gonna start over. Welcome to another episode of Life Almost Without Me, and if you're wondering, why is it Life Almost? Well, it's because I've tried to kill myself numerous times, and I've spent the last decade going to therapy so that I don't do that anymore. Um, however, the last few months I've been sad as shit. And, uh, well, let's talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I forgot the flow of everything. Uh, what did I used to say? Um, I, I, I forget. So, date's August 9th, 2021. Uh, my... Son just started first grade. He got a haircut. He's super excited. My wife's on her first week of her third year teaching while still working on her master's. And uh, oh, yeah, she started her master's program. Woo! And uh, what, what has Hugo done this entire fucking time? Well, let me tell you nothing. No, that's not true. I uh, I've done stuff, but uh, no, the Amazon. I see the Amazon guy just drop off, uh, the mail, the Amazon package, my hundred joint papers, um, and he's that's not true. It is true. I'm not lying. So, um, guys, I'm I'm a fucking. I don't have a job. This is what I do. I should be allowed to smoke weed here and there. Um, and it's cheaper if you buy in bulk. So thank you, Amazon guy. I can see him just kind of, I know he, he can kind of hear me, so, but he didn't ring the doorbell. He just kind of stared at the window. Uh, so all I've done since, uh, the last episode in the last episode, I said, uh, it's titled pretty damn, uh, correctly. It's like, uh, I'm getting sad again or whatever. Let me actually see what it is. It's, uh, I guess I'm sad again. Um, it actually got a lot of views, and I'm sorry that it did, because uh, after that, it was like a major cliffhanger, and you're like, Jesus, did Hugo kill himself? And uh, so I checked the emails, and I'm just here to tell you, uh, a lot more people wrote in than I thought would, and a lot more people actually came up to me in person, like like people that I you know, associate, associate myself with on a day-to-day basis. And uh, they were like, hey, man, thanks for doing what you're doing. And like that was weird because I'd also stopped recording. Um, and then halfway through the summer, I went on a uh, vacation to Florida and Georgia. I saw my, my daughter, some family members, my sister, <clears throat> my uh, brother-in-law, et cetera, et cetera. Great time. Uh, drove home. Hit something on the highway. That bummed me out. Everyone knows how much I love my car. Uh, it's, it's one of the few things about me that is like diehard Puerto Rican. I, uh, I I love the car culture. I like ricing the shit out of my Hyundai. And uh, I love it. Uh, but so, yeah, that's still in collision. It's been about two weeks, and uh, there's no sign of when I'm getting that shit back. So that's the the gist of what I've been up to. Uh, now that school and my wife's back at work, 
have started. I have a lot more at home time and there's only so many dishes that I can clean. Only so much time I can spend at jujitsu torturing myself. So I, 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 I'm back. I'm back to recording. I think what I'll do is every summer when my wife gets off of work, I'll take off and uh, spend time with her. I think that's the game plan for now. Maybe by next summer, I'll change my mind and I'll shoot the podcast the whole time. But I need some structure. My therapist uh, hasn't hit me up, so I don't think uh, I think he, I think uh, I think he's ready to see me do well on my own. <clears throat> I drank a lot of coffee, and I'm nervous because I always feel like uh, who the hell's going to listen to this? And 25 uh, percent of all my views have come or listens or downloads have come since in the last month. So that's kind of interesting because I wasn't actively doing much to the uh, channel. But yeah, I apologize for my absence. I, I should have said something, updated it. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so I started getting pretty pretty low. I'm not sure why. I think my... Uh... Okay, so here, here's what I think it is. Um, I started jujitsu. I got hurt. My rib was like busted up or whatever, and that hurt for a good six weeks. And then I jumped back into jujitsu. To this day, it still kind of bothers me, but it's it's literally like ninety five percent healed. And this is you know my diagnosis. This isn't you know, and I'm not a doctor. I'm actually a college dropout. And uh, yeah, so take my advice with a uh, well, how, however you will, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah so i'm also an idiot yeah so i've been training and my ego when it comes to jujitsu because i can watch like my old videos my old grappling videos or just go back to the uh, memory bank and in like 2009 i was a blue belt no, no no i'm sorry not 2009 2011 i was a blue belt i started training in 2009 i started training uh, Muay Thai. I got into. I got heavily into CrossFit, um, com combat submission wrestling, wrestling and jujitsu. Jujitsu was actually my least favorite of all of it. Like to me, grappling was kind of boring to me. To be honest, like it was just my least. When I first started training, I was like, "This is not what I'm going to use the most," and I'll, you know. But it's important to learn. I wanted to do MMA, and uh, well, quickly, um, I think I got my ass kicked in jiu-jitsu far more than I ever did sparring, and that's not to say that people couldn't tune me up sparring, like actual, you know, punching each other in the face, kicks, everything, just because, you know, people don't want to really concuss you for the most part when you're just training. It's, it's kind of like, it's never heavy. But when you go in jiu-jitsu, it's kind of like 100% all the time. And when you're new, you don't know what to do. You really just, you spaz out. You, you, you use more muscle than needed. You forget to breathe. Like just, just simple mistakes that after like a couple weeks in jiu-jitsu, you should start picking up and you learn from it. But at the time, I had no idea about it. And it, to me, it was when... People smaller than me, and at the time I was like 180 and just 
benching. It, it sounds fucking insane now, but I was benching over 300 pounds at the time. And now, well, anyways, but yeah, I can't do that now. Uh, 100% can't do probably even above 200 now. I, I'm, I'm just weak. Um, and I started to fall in love with jujitsu because people would just grapple me and just, they would just strangle me within like seconds. And, um, just like that, like, Oh, match is over. I lost in, in the real world. I, I, I lost a limb or I was choked out unconscious or I'm dead. So that's how I started, saw it. And, and, and sparring was fun and great. And um, I definitely worked at it really hard. But then when it came down to jujitsu, like that became like I, I wasn't going to miss a class. I was going to come twice a day. And at the time I was 22. So I, I had significantly more energy than I do now. <clears throat> and plus I was in far better shape. <clears throat> and so life happens. Um, I move to Florida and I stopped training. I, I basically did not train until April 2nd of this year. And that's like when I just started to remember like little pieces of who I was a decade ago. I started hitting back up some old friends, like people I've always kind of talked to, but now it was like, hey, dude, I uh, remember when we used to do jujitsu and, you know, Cameron would be like, yeah, I'm a fucking brown belt. Yeah, I remember because I still fucking do it. <laughs> so I've, I've always, sorry, my Siri just started going off, started just talking to me. Bruh. All right, so. And some other friends, and some of them are black belts now. And then I saw a video. This this was actually recently. I saw a video of my coach now, my black belt coach, grappling with another guy who I used to grapple with all the time at, in, in like a tournament, like an in-house tournament. And I was like, Jesus, the amount of time I wasted just trying to get and I don't want to say wasted because I was actively struggling with something, but the amount of time I was away from jujitsu, which was so important to me at one point, but when you get as low and depressed as I got, and then you become <clears throat> agoraphobic and you start staying home all the time, like like my wife's the other day, <clears throat> Sorry about that. My wife, like two nights ago, was like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy you're you're hanging out with friends again." And you know, I just kind of like rolled my eyes and I was like, "Yeah, whatever," you know, because it, to me it sounds kind of like she's like, "Oh my god," she's genuinely happy, but in my mind, I'm like, "Oh, I'm a fucking loser." But I understand, you know, the the situation I'm in. Being self-aware fucking eats dick when you're self-aware of how pathetic and depressed and these little things of anxiety that eat at you. Um, but that's just all things I keep working on. And so the lower I got, like the, the I was like, I remember when I first moved to Florida, I was like, I, I'm not going to train. 
And that's all I wanted to do at the, like prior to that, like that was like my life purpose was to train mixed martial arts. And then it just slowly turned to jujitsu. And then when I got real depressed, ended up in the psych ward, like the idea of fitness, let alone a, a combat martial art was just the furthest thing from my mind. So then now I'm finally back in it. I'm a, I'm three weeks into it, whatever. And it starts to like come back. And I'm like, I remember the guy I used to be. And then I'm in a class now. I know everyone's name. I feel comfortable again. And then it, 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 it felt really good. And then, and then I got hurt, and that was depressing in itself. But I, I was like, I can still go to class. I can watch. I can listen. I'm just going to be there. I'm not going to let it eat at me. <clears throat> and, uh, well, well, it did, but I was, I was actively trying because I remember the person I used to be before I became this and and it got to a point like once I healed and I was back into it. So basically, it was like a nine year break. I got on the mats for a month. I, I think I broke my rib or something. And then six weeks later, I was right back on the mat. <clears throat> uh, and it was like I restarted and then I restarted again. And my cardio is shit. I couldn't even run for those six weeks. So it got even worse. And then I started really getting into my head. Then I went on vacation. And then I came back home. Like, it was like a nine-day vacation. And I, I was just in my head, like, I'm just wasting so much time. And then I started thinking, oh, I'm not a blue belt. Like, like regardless of, like, how my coach saw me <clears throat> and gave me the blue belt, and and not only that, but I did it after American Nationals as a four-stripe white belt. I won match. I won a match, and I lost my next match. And um, it it was an incredible feeling. The next night, we all went to uh, to Salo Hibero's school in San Diego, and uh, I think it's San Diego. And uh, it was a cool promotion event. A lot of sparring. A lot of it felt like Fight Club, and like you're like, why is he picking me to spar? And then like you know, his his four stripe white belts felt a little stronger than my four stripe white belt. I'm not gonna lie, um, and and the amount of like competition that I learned um, during that was just insane. I was like, oh wow, even the way people stand or approach each other to to a takedown changed my perspective of it changed. And then I remember when you know, they, were, they were handing out promotions and he, the Salo calls my name. And I was just like, am I about to get my blue belt from Salo fucking Hibero? And I did. And um, now I'm 30 fucking three. And uh, my progress has halted it regressed and and now i'm finally back on the ball and i have to just remind myself that it's i earned it back in the day and um in the present like i'm still that that individual with the potential and i did put my time in but it, it just made me feel like a fraud and uh so but now i'm, I'm getting more comfortable with being uh 
or whatever I am. Like, I'm never going to be, like, world champion or anything, but I want to fucking get better. Like, I have the fucking the drive and the want to just go to class and feel it. I just feel good <laughs> today in class. Um, when, uh, I, I was rolling with Vinny and if anyone knows Vinny, Vinny's like, uh, oh, he's good, smart, driven, athletic human being. And, uh, when we were rolling, I, I always feel like Vinny never gives a fuck mid-roll with me like yeah i'm just gonna tap this guy out anyways but no something happened i I was i was extra tryharding today and uh his shin bone like smacked my knee at one point and i could like i I just like gave up on the roll because it hurt so bad and i was just like writhing in pain and i look at vinny i'm thinking his knee collided with mine and we're both in pain and he's just like all right bro like with the most like stoic face and, um, you know, he, kicked me. he was still caring about it all. And I was like, yeah, yeah, is your knee fine? He goes, no, I hit you with my shin bone. And I was like, that was your shin? And you're okay? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like limping, barely able to use the knee. And uh, it feels fine now, but at the time, it was a nice smack. And that, that was embarrassing. I was like, so your shin bone hit my knee, and you're fine, and I'm in this much pain? Yeah, see, I could never be in the UFC. <laughs> I could never. Um, no, so that that happened. Uh, rolls felt good though. Um, I love rolling with uh, almost everyone there. There's barely anyone that ever I feel like is like a douchebag or anything when I roll. It's it's a pretty great community. Yeah, so that so that's where I've been the last uh, two months. Been hanging out with my wife. Uh, a lot of self progress. Uh, been working out, been trying to run a mile every other day at the very least. I did 260 burpees last Monday, um, which reminded me, I was like, oh shit, I remember I used to do these. I used to do a thousand burpees and post it on Twitch just for like donation events. It was ridiculous, but it is what it is. Um, I did the burpee mile and, uh, I'm starting to remember that I, I can be a physical athletic human being instead of a fat slob who smokes weed at night and then eats all of his son's snacks and then gets yelled at him by him in the morning. Um, I got to go get him some Takis. Yeah, so that's that's where I've been. Um, family, everyone seems to be doing well. Uh, I was, yeah, I was kind of sad. Yeah, I, I hate saying it. It sounds very, um, well, it makes me... I, it is what it is. I was sad, and I didn't want to do the podcast. I felt like it was a waste of time, and no one's going to ever listen. And uh, truth be told, it it seems like it helps me when I do the podcast, and it helps other people as well. And that's ultimately what I wanted. Uh, it's not money. It's not fame. It's it's nothing. It's I just want I just want to help one person, one or two. And uh, if I can keep doing that, then. And even if it's myself, then uh, I'm all for it. So, yeah, this this is it. Uh, I'm going to keep it short and simple because I don't fully have much more material. And I haven't really thought about it. And I'm quite nervous, to be honest. Uh, But uh, thank you for enjoying and listening to another episode of Life Almost Without Me. 
I'm your wonderful host, your sad sap who was voted the best patient in the psych ward three times in a row, Hugo Viteri, and I hope you enjoy your day, eat your mangoes, just have a great day. I love y'all. See y'all next week.